Today's episode is brought to you by my favorite vodka. Is it your favorite vodka? It is. And it's game day, a smoother, better vodka that embodies the spirit of the game. Check out game day on all their social media. See if they rep your team's colors. Shout out game day. We're about to do some more interactive stuff with the fans with them. So stay tuned. They have some great giveaways coming for March madness. And we're going to, we're going to do something dope with them to collab and do not forget to use promo code T Ross to get 15% off your order. Let's go game day. Now to the episode. All right. On today's show, we have a very special guest with us, the creator of another podcast network and host of another MMA podcast, along with producing this past weekend, King in the Steam. Seems like this guy never stops. The very talented Nick Davis. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, bro. What, um, I mean, you just said you just finished uh, recording another episode of King of the Sting Dark. How's everything going over there, man? Yeah, like you said, just just grinding away. Just it's it's prep for show, record show, edit show, repeat pretty much every day. Uh, but uh, I don't know, love what I do. Uh, so it's exciting. The grind never uh, stops. The grind yeah, never stops. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, first off, if you haven't seen this man's home stu- home setup, is one of the dopest home setups with all the TVs, and you yes, got the is. you got the mic. How, how how'd that come about? You have a is that that's True a man podcast, right? Uh, yep. Uh, well, the another MMA podcast because that's like my own solo project, and I'm I my job is usually doing other people's. That is really taking a back burner. Uh, so I, I haven't utilized my dream studio that I built at my home <laughs> office as much as I wanted to a couple times. We like, we live stream Packer games with a couple buddies and stuff. Um, and just commented as we did it. But like I said, like, I mean, growing up huge sports fan NFL all day. So like anytime I went to one of my friends who had a giant TV, like that was the goal. And then, uh, when me and my girlfriend moved in together, uh, like, we, we all know LA is expensive as shit, but I was like, I gotta have a two bedroom. I need, and if you want your room for yourself, we can get a three bedroom, but I have to have two. I want my home office. It's been like a goal, goal of mine. And, uh, and then already had some extra TVs from TCL there. Uh, they were a sponsor of this past weekend. Uh, uh, the guy was like a huge podcast fan. So it kind of all worked together. And, uh, yeah, I, got a kitchen countertop tables from Ikea, put them up on like cinder blocks for like kind of a unique look that I was really stoked about. And yeah, I don't know. That place is like my sanctuary and I need it because I'm in front of my computer like 10 hours a day and stuff. So it's, I I love it. I love it. Uh, I'll send you guys a pic. I don't don't know if you guys uh, throw any visuals, but I'll I'll send you that picture to send in there. It's it's my pride and joy. Uh, People Just people. Just people commenting on that, like, dope setup. Like, I was like, thank you. Thank yeah, you. It, <laughs> it hits you in the heart. <laughs> Dream okay. realized. It for does. Sure, for sure. It does touch you, though. Um, so, like you said, you're, you have your projects. I, I know you – I saw that you were doing the, another MMA. Obviously, me and Terrence went on there. And then you have another mm-hmm. podcast network where you guys talk Bachelor. I was looking at that. And... Yeah. So, with all, with all your busy schedule with producing, obviously, two of the top podcasts in the game right now um, – how do you find time to do that? Like, how are you going to continue to build that? Uh, it's, I, I've been kind of hiring like my own staff. Uh, and I mean, because there's, I got hired by Theo. Well, first Adam Carolla back in the day, just by like reaching out, being a fan, being a listener. And I know there's a lot of people out there now, like, like me. So like one, I, I posted on my Instagram, looking for editor, looking for this, looking for that. And I get people to reach out and, that want to help that are like motivated people interested. And it's, so I've hired an assistant from Chicago, an editor from (laughs) Milwaukee. Um, And so now I'm kind of building out a team and it's just like kind of getting it regimented. So like every show, every show, whether it's King and the Sting or it's my own shows, 
they all pretty much run the same the way like I get it out edited, get it out on social media. My shows sometimes take the back burner because I got to do what puts food on the table for me and gives me like money to dump into my own business. Uh, but that that's just what I'm doing. It's eager people wanting to help. Um, like, and the people I get helping, like I, I really try to ask them what their goals are and what they're trying to do. So they're not just like, I want to have them feel motivated and like if they're if they're interested and they want to take on more I'm like go feel free go do it but yeah basically trying I'm I'm trying to build out a team uh to just keep adding more shows is, is the goal that's amazing and then you're you're a machine <laughs> he's, he's a fucking machine he's a machine bro goddamn <laughs> it, it's it's so funny because like when I I was a growing up basketball was my like my, my favorite thing in the world I should have been way better for how much I played. You got, some height. You, got the, you got some height. You got some yeah, height. Yeah, bro. You, yeah, you got the length. Yeah, I, and it's funny because when I was I was young, like until I was a uh, sophomore, I was like the smallest kid in my class. And then I just went through like a major growth spurt. So like back in the day when I was playing and actually like like starting on teams in middle school and shit, I was I was a point guard and stuff. And then I grew, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I think I was practicing the wrong way because I'd be every summer, I'd be at the YMCA <laughs> six six seven hours a day but just fucking yeah doing the wrong didn't thing see the re- yeah didn't didn't see the results but I, I always thought about it. i was like when like you're a fan of the nba and you have your favorite players but then you hear about people who don't have like work ethic or whatever and when mm. i was a kid i was like if i'm ever in the if i'm ever in the nba or if i ever got the nba like i would never like i would never waste that opportunity it'd be like yeah. Just for, for 10 years, I put everything I had into it. And now, and now I'm kind of like in, I'm, I'm working essentially my dream job besides being a pro yeah. athlete. And yeah. I'll catch myself, I'll catch myself slipping where I'm like, oh, I'll do that later. I'll do this later. I'm like, this is the same shit the same, that I was telling. Equivalent. Yeah, it, it's what I was telling my younger self I wouldn't do. So I'm like, mm. I, I try to remind myself that and like uh, just try to treat it as it is, this is my dream gig. So I want to work hard at it and just keep, keep grinding. I heard Corey Sanhagen, uh, uh, he was on this past weekend recent, recently. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking, he was talking about how he's like, I wonder if other professions are working at their craft as hard as I work at MMA. Cause like, he thinks like he's working the hardest. And like, so I, I've, I've taken that approach, try to treat it. Like it's this thing that could be taken away at any time. Mm-hmm. It is. It is funny though, like as you get older, you see people that are like pretty judgmental, like kind of how you talked about like, like, oh, well, I would never do that or I would never do this. And then like, you see like, oh, when Justin Bieber was 20 and he has $200 million and he's racing Lambos, I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna, how, how like, I listen to older people like, how are you gonna judge him? Like, if I was yeah. 20 and had Lambos and I was in Miami, I'd probably be doing some street racing too. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, dude, I did. I didn't even have like his opportunity, and I was acting like an <laughs> idiot. Like, yeah. like, so if I had that money and access, I don't know. It would, probably wouldn't have been great. Back to my camera. Yeah, clean that, clean that thing off there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I, I got my, I got my fucking awesome setup at home, and now I just have my shitty webcam that I'm using for you guys. So. No, no worries. We'll have I'm you back gross. on. Back to what? <laughs> back to kind of recapping what you're talking about. So you, you started with Adam Carolla, who. I mean, is one of the pioneers in the podcast game and has done it for a long time. So talk to, like, I just want to hear, like, how was that experience and how did that even all start? Uh, so I'll start when, so I moved in like 2014. I was living in Minneapolis. That's where I went to college, uh, University of Minnesota. Actually dropped out to play online poker because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, but <laughs> uh, uh when I was in college, basically my biggest fear always growing up has been like the nine to five cubicle office space. I was like, oh, I just don't want to do that. I want to have something I'm working on. That's like my own that I can grow the work I put in. I can see the output. So I, I was working for a guy who he's actually, I was his first employee, started a mixed martial arts uh, equipment company. He would import the, the stuff from overseas and brand it. And then we would, my job, I would call gyms and we'd brand it for them and stuff and that's really when I got into MMA coincidentally enough uh but so I was his first employee I I knew all the financials of the company and I was there for like two years and he like he grew tons and I knew how much he was making 
Uh, so I kept, I, I, I just wanted something, like I said, like where the work I put in, I, I saw more results rather than a salary. I wanted like commission or really like yeah. ownership, Equity. some, some sort, yeah, some sort of stake, which like, I was just some kid off the street for him. I understand why he didn't want to do that at the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but like commission I, I wanted and eventually he didn't want to do it. And I, I always listen to podcasts at the same time. And literally I just kind of got a wild hair up my ass one day and I quit. I, uh, I got an LA fitness gym membership to all 50 States. And I drove in my Jetta that had 300,000 miles to LA and I lived in my car uh, for like weeks at a time. And I, I was like applying to like all these podcast companies at the time, like podcast one, there's like another one called Oxford road podcast sales company. Cause I had like account management experience. So I thought like, that's the way I'd backdoor just do sales or something. And, uh, eventually, so I, I had a couple interviews, nothing panned out. And then I had been in LA like six, I moved out here in October almost moved back or around Christmas. I was like, start not really finding anything, uh, starting to get like depressed. I think it was really just the holidays, missing family, shit like that. Almost That's moved back. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, almost moved back, but like my part-time gig that I had at the time, the boss there, he, he like convinced me to stick it out. He's like, no, you're a really good worker just for us. Like we use you. I think you'll find whatever you need eventually. So I stuck it out. And then in like April or May, the Adam Carolla show just put out, they were looking for an intern. I hopped all over it. I knew the people because I listened to the show five days a week. You end up, it's like stern, you know, who the staff members are and stuff. Yep, yep. So like, I knew who to address my, my cover letter to. And I had like inside jokes about the show. And then I got an interview. They brought me in. Uh, I knew from some of the other interviews I have, I was like throwing out names of like, company like intermediary companies that they knew and stuff so they knew i was serious about the industry and i got hired there for free for three months and then in that same jetta as i <laughs> i was living in but it, in the meantime I, I got an apartment uh but i started ubering like 60 hours a week besides that internship to make money uh and then eventually got hired and worked for adam Carolla show for two years at twenty eight thousand dollars a year hey. and now you're the top and, producer and in the world start. Now you're on the top producer. Yeah, in the now, world. You're, there you go. now you Mr. Him. Mr. <laughs> him now. It's, it's, man, I, I actually got a little chills telling that story. But <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at the Adam Carolla show too, that's where I met Theo. Uh, yeah. And and like I did a couple, like some side social media work for him for his, a podcast he had a long time ago called Allegedly. Uh, and yep, get it. eventually he was, he was like, uh, we're just not making money. You did good work, but uh, like maybe we'll work together in the future. Uh, I left Adam Carolla's show, worked at Funny or Die a, a little bit in between, and then they laid off a third of their staff, uh, and that was a huge bummer. I thought that was, like, going to be, like, I was, like, this is the gig. Like, I was starting mm. to be in producers' meetings. Like, Who's that? Who owns that? Start- Who was the owner of that? Will Ferrell. Will, Will Okay, that's what, that's what I was thinking. I've seen that. I remember going on that website. Like, I thought that was going to be bigger than it ended up being. They actually do really well in terms – they, like, will produce shows for Hulu, Okay, stuff. okay. So like you don't even you don't you won't even know some of the stuff they do. But in terms of like, I don't know the contents world world really changed. I mean they've they've had two rounds yeah. of giant layoffs, got their staff way too big, and then it's like oh we're making these funny sketches and stuff. But how do we make money? Um, yeah. Do you remember that Pearl sketch? Uh, it was or it was called the landlord, and this baby goes up to Will Ferrell's door, and she's just it's like a toddler. She's like barely one. She's like I want my money. And, and it was, it was one of the first viral sketches, like 10 years ago, it started funny or die. Uh, I'm sure a, a number of people listening, remember it, but look it up. If you have it, it's a great sketch. Yeah. She's like, she's like, my money. Uh, it's good shit. But yeah, that was funny or die. Ended up getting laid off there. And then I just hit up Theo, uh, j- literally hit him up just to be, cause I, I was like, am I going to have to move back to the Midwest? I don't know. I'm like, just trying to figure out my finances. And so I just called him up. I'm like, so was that under the table or do you 1099 me for that? Trying to figure out my taxes. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, it's all good. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, and he's like, so what are you doing now? I was like, well, actually I uh, just got laid off and he, his podcast podcast that he was just starting to get some traction at that time. Um, and worked out. And then everything is just funneled into the King and the Sting and this past weekend. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I think he just, I think every step of the way, because I started, I was just doing social media work for him. And like every step of the way, I just like, I tried to go above and beyond. And like one time he was going to have his first guest on the show and he's like, oh, can you get like our little studio ready for a guest? And he came and I had three cameras set up and like all ready to go. And he's really impressed. And then like that, <laughs> that just kind of developed. And then he's in that same building, he started going on fighter and the kid and him and Brendan struck up their friendship and decided they wanted to do something together. And then they asked me, and I actually really didn't work on, I always picked the topics for uh, King and the Sting, but for like, yeah, you get a lot maybe, of shit. You get a lot of shit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're definitely one of my favorite people on the entire show. Like Nick, you, you're always a guy you hear in the background. I didn't see your face for months until listening to this show, and I was like, "Oh, that's him." And then I was like, "Oh shit, okay, cool." I got into the face, so I was just like, "You're definitely I was like one of the best parts of the show because you're always there, bro. You're like the tech savvy wizard that just makes sure everything is flowing smooth." I'm like, "God damn, we need a Nick." We need a Nick. <laughs> we did Nick. Like, we did Nick. Yeah. Oh man, I'm glad the way it's come comes across because it feels like chaos on my end <laughs> a lot. Like, I mean, beautiful. even 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 with my like attitude, where I'm telling you my attitude, oh, like work every day, this can be taken away from you. I still have these like bad like high school habits where I'm like, I'll pro I'll procrastinate and yeah. like the night before I'm I'm looking through the submissions <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but we always seem to get it done. Well, it, help, it helps that you have two of two of the best doing yeah, the to do it doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they could you could give them the shittiest topic ever, and they'll turn and into something wild. To go. That's the thing. That's the thing. Those two don't realize sometimes. Of like, like, because like we're, I'm always thinking about like, oh, what the submissions are be, but like, like you said, those two could just sit down and talk, and that's really what people are tuning in for. I yeah. feel like the bells and whistles kind of part of it is more like for people who just stumble across it mm -hmm. so it's it's like it's in a shiny package so it'll stick around yeah. longer but just hearing those two talk is what's entertaining it's i gotta cool. grab my charger yep yeah it, it it definitely gives it definitely gives the show like an order even though you, like you said you don't even really it doesn't even really need an order because it, it's out yeah. of order in, in a way is is basically <laughs> what it is That's what yeah like so uh right, two bears one cave like yeah they, i'm I don't watch it religiously, but I'm pretty sure those two just sit down and talk. Yeah, like, it's good. they're funny yeah. as hell too. Oh, my yeah, they're... God. Oh my God! I, when I first saw it, I was like, "This, there's no way this could be funny." And then, like six, <laughs> seven videos later, I'm like, "These guys are fucking hilarious." Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're guys. beasts. What um, you have any wild stories of when you lived in your uh, car? Uh, yeah. I mean, some wild stories from Ubering. That that was always. Did uh, you always wait? Hold on, hold on. You so when you're that. when you're living in your car, did you just have to rotate spots, or did you have like three or four spots that you would rotate to to like target? Oh, uh, I kind of would. I kind of found right away. I'm moving all over the place, and I would stay like um, couches. I, I uh, every once in a while, I had a number of friends who I'd hit up, but I just never wanted to like overstay those welcomes. Uh, mm. You know. But man, it, I didn't know this, but like January, February, it can get kind of cold in LA overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, being from Wisconsin, I didn't think that would happen. But yeah, I mean, when it's 40, uh, it's tough sleep. Um, so uh, every once in a while, I would hit up friends. But like, I would drive my car like more to like actual LA proper, like Santa Monica, Hollywood, whatever. And that's where you would get like more knocks on your window every once mm -hmm. in a while. Like, but usually it was like cops are like, oh, you live in your car? Cool. Uh, sometimes you have to move, whatever. But then I started staying out in Pasadena more because that's where the job that I worked at was. And uh, it was, that was always really chill. I, 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 don't, like, I think it was just like they were looking for that less in some of the neighborhoods I would find. But Damn, we probably, it, we probably drove know. by. We probably drove by you when <laughs> Terrence lived out in Santa Monica. <laughs> he had a ski. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, a while yeah, ago. So, that was so long ago. Damn, those Time are good flies. times though. Santa, Santa Monica is a fun place. Let's take a second to talk about my favorite website to go to every day. That is the everydayfan.com. Your one-stop shop for all your sporting news. Whether it's the NBA, NFL, or even the EPL League, they have you covered. But they don't stop there. From pop culture to wrestling to entertainment, this is something for everyone. With some of the best writers in the game, 
Come get a fresh perspective from everyday fans like you. While you're there, also check out their memorabilia shop and make your man cave one to envy. Shout out to everydayfan.com. Everybody, please go check them out. It's a great place to get news, unbiased. You can see everything you want to see. Get the latest to up to date on sports and just literally everything. I go through there. I'm scrolling through there. You can, you can find whatever you want. Shout out to everyday fans. Everybody, go check them out. Let's go. <laughs> well, let's let's uh let's hop into this UFC card. Uh, two fifty nine. I arguably probably the best card of the year. I, I, if that's yeah, something you could say. Stacked. <laughs> I can't agree enough. I've been excited for this one for so long. Uh, yeah. One, one of my other friends, he got, he's been into, he just got in the UFC during the pandemic, like a lot of people. And now he's like all in and he's just yeah. like licking his, everybody licking their chops at this card. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait for this. obviously we have like a personal connection kind of with uh, Aljamain Sterling. We had him on the, show. On the show and yeah. we were, we, Oh, tight. So we were waiting for him or that we had him on because we thought he was going to have the fight in December, ended up getting yeah. pushed back. And so just just having him on the card and then you have, I mean, the whole list. I mean, let's start with the Man first. Nunes. Yeah, Let, let's start with the first fight, though. Um, Tiago Santos versus Rackage. Give us your insight on this one, Nick. Uh, this is definitely one I'm not going to bet on because like. I don't know. There, usually, I, I think I can find value when it's uh, and take the, all this with a grain of salt because 2021 mm-hmm. has not been good for me on the betting side. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it, it's it's been rough. But I usually think I can find some value when it's uh, differing styles and you think you like someone's grappling can outdo someone's striking. But both Tiago and Rockich, they're going to want this on the feet and it's just going to, they're just going to bang and it's going to be a war. Like who, who fucking knows how this fight is going to go, but it's going to be like, yeah, they're going to throw it If you take away the title fights, this could be one of the best fights on the car. If you're talking like pure fireworks, mm-hmm. like exactly. This could be a slugfest, a legit slugfest. And, um, and, and so, going, and going back through Santos's fights, I was watching him last night. Like, he fought John Jones fairly legit. He's been in like some legit fights where it's like this guy can cause some trouble. But then you have this young up and coming Rackage who is, I mean, he's dynamite too. I mean, that that guy yeah. he has the potential to be a star at this at this weight. Yeah, I, I I hope I hope one of them wins in dramatic fashion so they kind of get the respect yeah. they deserve. Fair and sure. I, I I hopefully I hope it's Tiago just because like he's had. Like you said, he fought John Jones really well. He hurt his leg in that fight. He was he was basically fighting injured and still like somehow he got a split decision against John Jones basically on one leg. The fight before that, he beat Jan Blakovich. Uh, yeah, he, he knocked him out exactly. Uh, and and then and then he ran into Glover, who's like one of my favorite guys in MMA. He's like mm-hmm. the happiest dude in the world, and that's just a really tough matchup because Glover has old man strength. Like he was, he, he was old. He was old. I mean, he was 41 at the time, and he got him in that rear naked choke. And it was like a, a classic Glover fight. He got the shit beat out of him on the way to finally getting his hands on him. But, like, once once he grapples with you, for most so, people, that's going to be over. Uh, so, like, just because of all, the, all that stuff that – all the adversity Tiago has, has fought through, whereas Rockich is, like, really, really young in his career, uh, I he will – I think if Tiago loses this, I don't see him really getting a title shot in his career again. But if he wins, he's probably one away from a title shot, whereas Rockich is going to be a staple in the division for oh, eight wow. years. Yeah. So I know you're not betting on it, but if you were, who would you take? I mean, I, I, what's the odds on this one? I, I'm not sure. I'm looking. It is Tiago's plus 135. Mm. Okay. Terrence Weirdly, doesn't. Terrence, Terrence doesn't really know the betting world. I have world, no but, idea, bro. But I have like when it comes to betting, I am so lost. Like just hearing the one thirty five, <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. Cool. They try explaining to me last uh, podcast we did. Completely, just still not. Getting well, you got to so. stay away from it just because you know you don't want to be the Pete Rose yeah, of basketball. But just only with basketball. I can bet on anything else. 
That just true. can't be That's basketball true. or NBA. So, but it's just still, I have, I'm clueless. So I'm just like, fuck it. Forget it all together. Yeah. It, so Tiago is the slight underdog. Yeah. Uh, I was like, it's not like a 600 plus favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, cool. yeah. So it's, it's not like a small slight, you know, barely. It's right there. It's still even. And, and I, seeing him as the underdog because I also want to win. I like when my, my heart aligns with my head on these bets. So like I, I want to bet on the guy I'm also rooting for, even if I think the one a guy I really like will lose, and I think the other guy's a sure bet. I won't bet against the guy I like just because I don't like having that conflict. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 dirty money. Part. Hey, I dirty ran money. I ran into that. <laughs> I ran into that with my homie Mike because we we went to Tampa for the Super Bowl. We didn't go to Super Bowl. We went to Tampa though, and the week before I was like, oh, Green Bay's Green Bay's going to beat Tampa. And I was going to bet on it. And it was like, everyone was telling me, don't do it. We're going to Tampa. We want Tampa to go to it. Or you're going <laughs> to fuck up the vibe. And I still did it. And yeah, Tom Brady fucked me. And I lost money. But I feel you on that. You, It's hard to bet against who you're cheering for, for sure. Uh, what were you saying before? Oh, that, the Packers. God, so I, I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. Massive, massive Packer fan growing up. In November, I bet... Uh, Four hundred dollars on them to win the Super Bowl. I would have won eleven thousand dollars. Oh, uh, so close! And and the closer you get to it, like I think they were like plus two fifty or something. Yeah, so uh, the odds went to, down. To win. So they were way like down, two to three to down. one instead of ten to one. Yeah. So there's actually markets where you could I could have sold that bet and yep. probably made like four thousand dollars. But again, it's like that's betting against my boys. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. It out. Even fuck it. $400. Fuck it. It's going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Let's, uh, let's move. Let's move to the second one. I honestly know very little about both. How about you explain to us what this fight uh, should look like? Th- th- this is another one. Like I just said, if you take away the title fights, that other fight could be the best fight of the card. This one could too. Uh, Islam Makachev is, he's a teammate of, uh, of Khabib, um, oh, okay. at AKA, uh, AKA, and he is like Daniel Cormier just said the other day, and I think, oh, uh, this is dude with the okay, I heard about this guy a little bit, yeah. Uh, and I this could be DC gassing up his guy, but he says he thinks uh, Islam would beat Khabib in straight wrestling, uh, which I don't know about that. What were you saying about? <laughs> What was well, this? I heard. Why, was this the same? I don't know if this same dude. I, I heard him talking to somebody. I heard it was a. a no, this is somebody else because this was Khabib. Khabib. This, I think this dude was. Uh, yeah, Khabib was a trainer, and they said that he was a little more. He's kind of like Khabib, but he, but he had a better stand-up game. Yeah, yeah. No, striking. I think I think this is him. This is him. Oh, he has yeah, a better yeah. striking he, game than Khabib did when he first started his debut. Because this dude, he was putting guy. He put his last guy out. Thing was like a left, and it put the dude on his back, and he just finished him on top. But um, they said if you know anything like that, this dude could be serious. Yeah, he, but that and, could be like DC again. Just you know, that's his man. So you know, who knows? But I mean, but he, he seems been, like he could be legit. He's definitely legit prospect. I mean, if if you just look at his last two fights, he fought uh, Davy Hamish, who's like he's one of those guys that like the Damian Mayas, the Gilbert Burns, who they're there's black belts, and then mm-hmm. there's like elite level black belts Davey Hamush is one of those guys like ADCC champion I don't know all the organizations but like best in the world he would he they grappled a little bit he wasn't really afraid of him beat him on the feet really handily the fight before that he fought this guy named Armand uh and I do have his record in front of me I'm not I, I wish I was rattling this, these off yeah, the he's, my head, but definitely, <laughs> he's a machine <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely remember the fights as I'm looking at him specifically this Armand uh Sarkarian fight that was one of the best grappling exchanges. They're rolling around, they're sweeping this guy on top, this guy on top, but it's one of those wins that he didn't get the recognition for because that was Armand Sakarian's UFC debut. So people Mm. didn't understand the level that he was at, but the guy's the real deal. But then Drew Dober is just like on an absolute run too. Uh, He's, he beat Alexander Hernandez, Nazareth hot, uh, hack I can never say that guy's name, but he was a huge, I know he was a big underdog in that one, probably the same three to one underdog type type thing in that. His only loss recently was the Benil Dariush, who's been killing everybody. 
Um, I don't know. I'm really, really excited about this one too. This fucking main card is. It's unbelievable. No, it's amazing. Like I cannot wait. So if you picked one, who would it be here? Who would it be here? Tell tell our fans that who bet who would you take? I, I I think I think Islam is. I think he's going to be a title holder one day. Drew Dober is wow. like top ten. I think Islam will eventually win a 155 pound championship. I think a lot of times these guys that are like, especially like the Russian prospects, I think they get held back from these title shots because they're not as marketable for, for the UFC. So that's why they're fighting guys that like, aren't really to use a pro wrestling term, going to put them over when they get the win. Like if you would have fought him against someone who's kind of fading in the 155 division, like, like if he were to fight Nate Diaz, I honestly mm. think he would wipe the floor with Nate Diaz. Uh, but they would never do that because they want to keep the mystique of Nate Diaz and kind of keep this guy yeah. in the shadows just just grinding out his wins. But eventually they become undeniable. Khabib's 22, 23, 24, and 0. You have to give them a title shot at that point. Yeah. Let's move to this next one. I mean, this one, like we talked about, we had Al Jermaine on here. But Jan is someone not to mess with. I I mean, I went back and watched his fights again last night and I like I told I called Terrence. I was like, "Man, you can't get hit he's by that powerful. left." Powerful. He's tiny. You can't he's, leg hit by he, that yeah. left. I mean, yeah, he's he's super strong. Like, and he's skinny and he's like wiry. It's like I watched the Uriah Faber fight and obviously Uriah's old, but like you don't see, it doesn't look like it, but then once he hits you, your your head is popping back with a jab. It's getting popped. Yeah. And and he like the pace he puts on is so insane. That Jose Aldo fight, yes, was like he he was getting his ass kicked. Uh, and I can't. Uh, Jose went to the body so many times, and Jose is like knocked out Jeremy Stevens with that body shot, and he just kept like digging and digging. But Peter just kept going forward. His his first name. This is a little joke I have. His first name is spelled Peter P E T R. I spell it P E T R T. Because the guy, the guy seems like his gas tank is just like I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust it to be honest. Uh, Wait, you saying Roy? You saying roids? You saying roids? Uh, uh, I I said TRT, so the joke doesn't actually make sense. What's the thing that uh, TJ Dillashaw got popped for? Oh Uh, yeah, that's right. He got in trouble for that. I did see that. The 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 blood. um, Oh, blood. It just basically helps your. Yeah. Oh, with the the oxygen intake. Blood yeah. doping? Blood doping? Yeah. Is that what like the Olympians do? Yeah, and all the all, all the cyclists always used to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, blood doping. You thing. Take the blood out and then you put it away you or something. Then you, it, then you yeah, bring it back. Do that. The Russians they got in trouble for that in the Olympics where they were taking it out. That whole Icarus. No, you the, the K- They got in trouble for the KGB breaking in and stealing <laughs> samples. That's what they got in trouble for. But that's another con- conversation. Oh. I need to watch it. I've heard. Uh, oh, you haven't seen Icarus? You haven't seen Icarus? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, you're, yeah, it's crazy. It is it's absolutely wild. unreal. I've never. You just start so off. Last. Yeah, you just watch oh, it. Bikers, bikers, and it's just like makes you know you're talking about the KGB. It gets wild. Coming, coming <laughs> to gets, kill him. It gets intense. So talking about the pace of Jan, uh, every fight Gotta that I now, Joe. That's what I'm saying. I I watch all the fights, and he's like Jan is literally has everybody's back to the fence. He's walking them down nonstop. He just does his little thing where he's like this, and then he just gets keeps getting closer. But then you have Aljamain who does the same thing, but he's so all over Just, the place. He's yeah, he's and like a pinball. And it's going to be interesting because it's like a, they're both obviously going to try to use that intimidating mentality. But what happens? What happens? Like, what do you see happening? Aljo has been very outspoken that his plan is to wrestle. Like he's he's like, yep. I'm going to make it a long night for him. I don't care if it takes me 30 takedown attempts. If, once I get him down, it's going to be pro- problems for him. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to get him down. That is his, yeah, if that is his game plan, I mean, Peter's a striker, but he comes from that area where wrestling is their bread and butter. Uh, I like, Aljo's a weird guy because, like, usually wrestlers, you think of that, like, Uriah Faber, Chad Mendez, that short, stocky, alpha male body, but Aljo's a wrestler who's really long, so it might that might be kind of a unique look for Peter, but, like, He's seen good wrestlers. Like that's probably what people have tried to do to him his entire career. Um, the yeah. odds have gotten easy. The odds have gotten easy on this one. This is one where I kind of really think that Jan is going to win, but I won't be betting it because I'm such a big Aljo fan. I want him to win. 
He's flashy. I love that whole Sarah Longo camp. Uh, they've got Weidman up there in New York. Mm. Uh, Long shout, Island, baby. Shout out, Matt Sarah. Yeah, we Ally. Had, yep. You had him on? Yeah, we had yeah, him we had on. Matt, he, we he, had Matt he, on, he, too. He was a dope, he's a dope dude. He's He, he hooked he's, us with Al Jermaine. So much energy. All the time. Sarah. All the Big time. Big kid. Yeah. We love it. You but love that's, it. Like, that's like Al Jermaine. I mean, that guy has endless energy. And you can see how he's, like, watching his fights, how he's developed, like, the kicks – the endless injuries mm. with the kicks, the like, the stomach kicks, the high kicks, the low kicks, like all of it. Bantamweight, John Jones. But Yon's the same way though. Like watching Yon's fights, he's able to his takedown defense is is tough. It's not it's not mm-hmm. super easy to take him down. Like and that's where, like you said, Aljamain's gonna shoot and him if thirty you take, times. Take him down, you're only gonna have if he if he manages to survive that one takedown. If he survives that one takedown, then it's like, what are you going to do to get him down a second time? It's like, once might not be enough unless you, you know, just go and Corey Sandhagen him and just fucking get to his back quick. I don't see that happening, but I mean, I don't know, man. That, but Aljo's, his his energy is unreal. Like, he comes out of the gate and it's not like Peter Young. Like, Peter's going to walk you down and then, like, he's going to go with you wherever you, but like, Aljo is like almost making cuts to set up kicks and using his kicks to set up punches. Yeah. And it's like very unorthodox. And I don't know, has Pideon fought anybody that's ever moved around like that? Like it's, uh, it's hard to replicate that type of fighting style, bro. Cause he's, he doesn't stay in one spot. And it's like, when he throws a kick, you're thinking he's going to like take a, you know, a few seconds to like kind of regret, but he just comes back with a, another leg kick to set up like a hook or a jab or whatever. He does all that to try to take you down. Like if, if Peter can withstand that and all that random things, but the only thing that worries me is like his power doing all that is going to wear you down quick. And if you get caught with one from Peter Yan, like that could change the whole game plan. But it, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's another one. It's just like a chess match. Like yeah. Al just got such a weird style. Cause like usually wrestlers are going to want to try to keep it close, but he also mm-hmm. like, he usually fights from kicking range. So it's like, do you enter his, you got to avoid zone. the kick. So you got to get close to him, but that's when he could take you down. But yeah, I think, I honestly think Peter's going to be, I think, I think it'll take place on the feet mm-hmm. for the most part. And I, I, I think, I don't know. I that, hope I'm wrong. I hope that, I'm wrong. That's what I think too. I think it's going to, I don't, I don't really see it. It's going to be a wrestling feet. match. I don't, I don't see that. I just, and Jan is honestly, like everyone says, always oh, just a striker, but you watch some of it. His kicks are, He's getting a. He's got a lot of good kicks. He's ended people with like. I mean, he caught Faber. I mean, he destroyed Ricky Rye Faber, but he caught him with a dirty I had, one. Uh, I had that fight go to the. My bet was to go to the decision. It was like. Oh, like you're a, so close. You're so close. Under, it was so so close. His face. <laughs> hey, his face was so messed up. Mm-hmm. And then, and they have common. They have the common uh, opponent, Jimmy Rivera. I watched that those last night. And oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just the power of Aljo. I don't know if he has the power that to really hurt Jan. I've just seen him take so many big shots, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm really excited for that one. I'm really excited. What's the odds on that one right now? Uh, it's really close. I think it's even. Wow. So that means Vegas yeah. knows so, bro, Vegas, is- Vegas knows their shit. Vegas knows their shit. It's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be close. Oh, this is gonna. Oh, come on, Aljo. Come on. Come on, Aljo. But let's not be biased. Let's just like go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be biased. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Over spring break is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Spring break in your pants. Manscaped is here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Cornerstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount. Use code TRP31 at manscaped.com. I've been using my trimmer, and man, is it lovely. I am smooth as an egg down there, baby. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Every week, literally every week since we've been sponsored by, you know, Manscaped, somebody's been asking me for, like, yo, what's up with the Manscaped? Can I get some clippers? And this and that, I keep hearing about it. So I'm just like, I'll, I'll set you up. But everybody's using it. If you're not using it already, it's time for you to join the party. Get Just, just get a pair, man. You'll get the discount. It'll be the best decision you made all 2021. Uh, you can clean up, bro. You, they got the flashlight. You know, you just know nicks. You know, the motor's solid. It's waterproof. Anything you need for a clean shave, it's all here for you. So and, go ahead, get you one. And we got spring break coming around the corner. A lot of streaking. The time is A, lot of, a lot of wild parties. I know the how spring break gets. 
you need to get cleaned up. You don't want those you don't want those board shorts to have some, you know, fur coming out the top or the bottom. Depends how short they are. You need to go get your manscape. You need to clean up. You need to look right for these ladies. You want to have a good time wherever you're going for COVID spring break. You for need sure. To get on the manscape and use code TRP31 to get a 20% discount and free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't forget TRP31 manscaped.com free shipping 20% off all right the two ladies on this card i mean you have probably the greatest of all time amanda nunez versus megan anderson nick give us a breakdown what you think of this fight uh this is one i have bet on just because like i was really surprised when i saw the odds like amanda nunez is she's the best of all time but i still thought she'd be like a four to one favorite She's coming in a 13 to one favorite. Uh, 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 Megan Anderson was a eight to one underdog some places. So Damn. I put some money on Meg. Uh, yeah, I put some money on Megan. Like Amanda's been knocked out before. She's fighting at 145, which she's only done one other time to like, I don't know, like if you saw Cyborg in the past, like when she was outside the UFC and you do the side by side with her, what she looked like in the UFC, uh, it's like night and day, the, the body differences, <laughs> like it, 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 it's like a Overeem from back in the day, he would just like, he was like Overeem giant shoulders. And now he's like, he's just an older, bigger guy. He's obviously got muscle, but something changed with their body type. So I feel like the, the, the cyborg that Amanda Nunez beat wasn't the cyborg. Everybody was like afraid of. <sighs> and I think that's what a lot of people are using as a benchmark as the benchmark it is like, Oh, she, she beat the best 145 of all time. Why can't she do it to Megan Anderson? But, um, and uh, Megan on, Anderson like, is huge she, guys. Yeah. If you haven't seen her, <laughs> bro, she, she's bro. Not it. Her trainer was like, bro, it is a nightmare. Just getting her to make 145. Like this girl was, <laughs> they had her grappling with men, bro. Like, and she's just tossing these dudes around and, She's lengthy, not like I'm, you know, big. This girl, she's fit. Legs are massively long. She That's has, what I was going to say. The frame is different, bro. I don't know if she's fought. Like, even for Cyborg, this girl is just like like a post player, dog. She is huge. <laughs> I don't know. Has, has she ever fought anybody? Has Amanda ever fought anybody this big? No, definitely not. I think the only time Amanda's fought at 145 is when she and I'm, I'm going to double check this right now, but is when she won the belt against Cyborg or did she Felicia Spencer maybe recently? I, Let's see. I don't know if it was, I think. Yeah. She beat, she beat. No, Felicia no. She, she, she's had two fights at two at one forty five Cause she's defended both belts, right? Oh yeah. But one was again. Oh no, no. She's only had one. She's had two fights at one forty five. One defense at one forty five. Yeah. The defense was yeah. against Felicia Spencer who that this might be another thing that where people are getting that price from Felicia Spencer uh, actually choked out Megan Anderson a couple fights ago, but it's no secret that like what Megan Anderson has had to improve on is her grappling. Uh, so like this was a couple years ago. Now she's definitely worked on it in that time. And Amanda has been just like sleeping these girls. So I feel like she may have like fallen, fallen in love with uh, the striking Stand a little up. bit and her, and her power. So like, if she if she keeps it on the feet, that's the only place where I think she could she could get in trouble. Uh, yeah. If she was able she to grapple, to I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a reason she's such a heavy favorite. I could be saying all this, and maybe Megan does get knocked out. But at that price, it's uh, four hundred dollars to win. Yeah, four hundred dollars to win twenty six hundred dollars. Like I'll do it, and that's like one. I'm having people over for the fight. Uh, so like that's one so fun to root against the underdog mm-hmm. and it's like right before the main event i hit six to one we're gonna party well wait, wait, what's <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, so, you're, so you're having people over what what's your go-to drink then what's your drink of choice uh, i i've become uh a woman i guess in my older age i drink oh, I, I drink cl- white claws uh, uh okay you're uh, white claw guy have, I'll probably, yeah, just try not to get fat anymore. Uh, I'll, pro- I'll probably have eight White Claws on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 try, I stay away from liquor just because 
Things turned hell. No one, no, no one needs it. <laughs> I don't need to be ripping ripping shots anymore. Um, right. Yeah, it turns. Yeah, yeah it, could, it just turns ugly fast. I, I'm hosting. Don't want to piss off the lady. We'll, we'll keep it under <laughs> control. Keep, let's keep it, clean. The white keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. So you heard him. Bet Megan Anderson. Get your white claws. And if you lose, then go <laughs> spam his page and say, fuck Nick. <laughs> Shout yeah, out Megan yeah. Anderson. All those dope-ass leg tattoos. All right. Did you guys see uh, uh, Sean O'Malley has a podcast? Um, yep. Timbo Sugar Show. I've heard of it. He got like a look. He got like a little hot water. There was this clip that went viral. They had Casey Kenny on and they're just like shooting the shit. And they're like, so would you, would you smash Megan Anderson? And, uh, <laughs> and at first Casey didn't want to answer and He was like, ah, she's maybe she's like a 5 a.m. or and like, oh, oh no. Yeah. She's probably like scrap me. She, she <laughs> actually, quote, she quote, she quote tweeted it. And she, I think she tagged in white. She's like, what other profession can you talk about your coworkers like this without repercussions and stuff. And yeah, it was, she, it was kind she, of a, it she was wants kind those of, hands. Well, yeah. you're in a brutal yeah. industry. Let's keep it real there. I mean, and they're, and they're independent contractors. Yeah. I was an Uber driver. I could yeah. talk as much shit about yeah, talk. Yeah, Uber, Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they're uh, just slob driving by you. Yeah, fuck that person. But it, it wasn't the great, it wasn't the greatest look of for Sean O'Malley. No. Uh, in, in the same in the same clip that went viral and he's i think he's tight but his his he finds bravery and his bravado so the things that people don't like about him i think is what makes him good but in the same clip he was like holding his baby and he was talking about how like he's not afraid to try heroin because he's too disciplined to be get addicted to it it was wow. it was kind of tough it was he yeah got, he, he he got some heat for that he got some heat for that yeah that's a big heat it probably got some hit on his podcast, though. I don't know. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you bring up like no way he said that. <laughs> Let's um, this last one. I mean, actually, last time we were on your show, Jan was fighting Dominic uh, uh, Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes and Israel was fighting Paulo Costa, which is interesting now that and they're I was fighting one for two. Yes, exactly. And Love it. now they're fighting each other. And at that time, we both, I mean, I i knew what Jan had, but I didn't see that outcome coming, and he wrecked him. But what do you think of this matchup? It's a very interesting one. I think, and I've seen other people people say this, but it's been my thought from the beginning. I think Izzy's a really smart guy. We've seen John Jones fight guys like uh, Tiago and um, – who else did he fight recently? They had a ton of power, and he just fought a really smart, smart fight. He kept him at range with kicks, yep. moving around, dancing, just eking out decisions, really, but keeping the, the belt. The Floyd and Mayweather, think, the Floyd Mayweather approach. Yeah, exactly. And I think honestly, that's what we're going to see out of Israel Adesanya for the most part. Also, I don't think Jan's ever been to the to the fifth round. Oh, that's interesting too. Because this is a title. Yeah, this is his first it's title defense. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, I think Izzy's going to be really smart. Take him into deep waters and then turn up the heat four or five. And j I think the speed is going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be pretty evident at this point. So, I really like Izzy. He's like minus two forty favorite. So you do have to like spend some money. That's basically bet a thousand, win four hundred. Uh, and you got that Terrence but, you got that math there buddy and then I, I also because I think that's how Izzy's gonna fight I like the over two and a half rounds that's like right it's maybe like oh it's over the over two and a half uh the the line I saw was yeah two and a half rounds a lot of books you could get one and a half or two and a half one's just usually more prominent I think because yeah. it's five rounds two and a half's the the bigger one uh but and you're still paying a little bit of money. It's like bet 150, win 100 on over two and a half. But I just mm. think that's – I don't think Izzy's going to put himself in danger. He no. he basically has yet to in his uh, in his MMA career. Even if you look at a fight like um, Brad Tavares, uh, who's like – he knocks people out, but he's not like known for his knockout power. He he never really that, – that fight went five rounds. And he never really put himself in danger. I think it's just going to be a lot of that. 
I think yeah. honestly, out of the, out of the five main card fights, I think it will be the least exciting. It'll have it'll have like title fight feel and stuff, but I I just think the other one. But it's going to be very tactical. Yeah, I can see yes. that. But it could. But at the same time, it could be if he does get hit by him by Jan. No, it it's going to hurt. It, it it's could gonna, be bad. It, it could be bad. No, for sure. If he put, yeah, he can put out anybody. I mean, like that dude's yeah, a just going muscle ball. Record. One thing that was crazy though, like he's known knockout. He's only eight knock, only eight knockouts in thirty three fights in Blakovich's career. Mm. You, you think of it as someone who's like knocking out people every win, um, but he also has under like if he somehow got Izzy to the ground, there could be problems there. Like Jan's choked out good grapplers and stuff before, so he's definitely not a one note guy. But I just don't think he's like the absolute knockout king, like people. Yeah, yeah. Is he? I do not worry about like not that I don't worry about it, but I watched a lot of his his kickboxing back when he was before he got into UFC. Bro, he's nobody really gets too many good shots on him. Like he Mm -hmm. his defense is pretty good on the stand up, but one thing like his and because in uh, kickboxing he went up from from like light he went up to like middleweight to light heavy and then went up to heavy and then put all those guys down like knocked all these guys out so i think he's used to people with power and i think he's found a way to kind of navigate around it i guess because i don't i don't really worry about him anymore bro he has the kicks are deadly and he he fights at a kicking range where it's just like if you want to get close he's just going to counter the shit out of you and it's going to be bad like i never really seen him too much on his ground game but I mean, bro, his he al- he's always he's away. always saying he's always saying like, and we're talking about Izzy, right? Not yeah, yet. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's always saying like, people don't even know what I have on the ground and stuff. And you you did see Kelvin Gastelum got him down a couple times, and Kelvin Gastelum's a really good grappler too, underrated get grappling. And Izzy was throwing up triangles really fast, getting his legs around his neck, like threatening at least like immediately. Yeah. So I I think he's. I think he's better than people may assume he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be very, very similar to that. Probably not as, as easy as the Costa fight. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. Did you guys hear Costa came out and said he was hung over? That's the reason he put on such a bad performance. I did not uh, see that. Was, That's ex- yeah, I'm, just not, a couple I'm not, I'm not trying to hear that, bro. I'm not Let's, buying that. Who, I'm not. How does that, how does that make you look good at all? If it's true and you're a fucking idiot. Like, or yeah, it's not bro. true, and you're a liar, and just making excuses. It's like Dante Wilder. I can guarantee his- you probably heard that. He, he probably he probably heard John Jones say something similar, try to bite off of him, and it sounds like a <laughs> fucking complete idiot now. Because yeah. <laughs> at least John was winning. Like, yeah, John did it was lose. just a crutch that he just had for no reason. But looking, you can't say that after you catch your first L. After, and the one thing that made me mad is the fact, like, bro, for the first round, you're taunting him that you let his leg kicks did not hurt. Like, you're brushing them off, and then next thing you know, bro, you're stuck, and you're on the ground in your days. Like, it was bad, but I don't know. That guy, he gets on my yeah, yeah, a little and, bit. And Izzy is just, like, a... He's very thoughtful about the fight, fighting, and he, he loves anime and shit, and he, he mm. loves... Have you seen some of the edits when he's, like, going in and out, maybe yeah. fighting on it, and he's, like... Like, that's literally how I think of him fighting, and I just feel like he's gonna be, like, all of a sudden, he's slapping Jan in the back of the head. And he's like, "I'm behind you." Now I'm in front of you. Yeah. Like he just he, anime cutscene. Yeah, I think he's going to be that much faster. Um, and I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of, fan of him. So like, even though like I want to see a good main event, if he just wins handily like that, that'll be that'll be crazy. It'll be all like uh, uh, guys from Africa. Mm-hmm. It, the 170 pound, 185, 205, and heavyweight. If Naganu were to win the belt. Uh, that's crazy. Damn, uh, shout out Africa. Yeah. We about to fucking fuck the whole UFC up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is he Nigerian? Yes. Ni- Ni- Nigerian. Nigerian. Yeah, he's Nigerian. Yeah. Him and Usman. And yeah. uh, Usman, man, what a performance! Good, good one. Fuck. Yeah. Who's he fighting? He's next? like one. He wants Masvidal. Right. They're talking Masvidal, but I don't, that's just a, that's a I heard they're one. a lot closer. That's a I heard that one. they're a lot closer. Who who else is he, like? Who the fuck are they gonna fight? Sorry, who's gonna yeah, fight he, him? He's cleared out that division. I I, I don't even know. Does he move up? move up? Move up. And, and then Izzy's got to. It's it's so, it gets so fucked up when these people win two belts though, because like 
Yeah. But the, the, Izzy, Izzy might be able to go back and forth uh, quicker than some of the other people have done it because he said he's not really putting on that much muscle uh, for, for the fight. Uh, he says he's like a lot of times on, I just heard this on Helwani. He said when he's fighting at 185, sometimes he's entering the cage only at 195. And so like he might barely, he could possibly weigh in under the limit of 205 uh, on Friday. That's going to be a really interesting thing to see. Is he 205 on the nuts or is he like under a little bit? That's so that be what happens when somebody loses this fight? What happens to the belt? Is it just becomes vacant in that division or, you know? When someone loses. No, belt? let's say if Jan, if Jan loses, what happens? Izzy gets it. Like He'll be holding two. So he'll be holding two. Got it. Yeah, Damn, yeah. bro. So, okay, and what happens if like, Jan holds it or wins yeah. because he's not going down? That that It just becomes vacant or does Izzy keep it? No, uh, the 185 belt isn't up for grabs. It, it, this okay. is, yeah, Jan's belt's up for grabs right now. Yeah, okay. Cool, you cool, you cool, can't cool. say that fight's up for grabs because he didn't weigh in at 185 pounds. Yeah, yeah, so for that, sure. Like, it, Izzy just goes back to 155 pounds. It's a win-win for, for him. I mean, yeah, yeah, mm, for fuck. sure. I mean, if he wins, he gets two belts. If not, he just goes back to his belt. <sighs> so the two bets I for can't you. Wait for this fight. So you have two bets, is what you're saying for the main card? Is that what you're saying? You're gonna Megan uh, Anderson and is how does on you? Yeah. It, uh, so three because I have that over. Okay. Izzy over. Fight. I have Izzy the over and Megan Anderson, and then my other two bet, uh, bets on the card. And this honestly, I think is like a problem I have when I look at all sports, like in fantasy football. When I started to fade out of being a huge NFL fan on my fantasy teams would be like filled with guys who were great three or four years ago. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I just take, cha- I just take chances at anytime a wide receiver there seems like there's one every year who like, for some reason he didn't play the year before, but I've had Des Bryant on my team, like every season, like <laughs> I'm the one picking up Antonio Brown. I'm like, dude, if I just get myself into playoffs, I got these, all these weapons for, for playoffs. Time. And once they get healthy, so I think, <laughs> but it that hasn't panned out recently but i think i'm suffering from a little bit of the same thing because i bet on dominic cruz who's an underdog versus casey the aforementioned casey kenny interesting they're on the same card megan anderson and casey kenny that would be an awkward interaction if they meet and then who's the other vet i i bet on on this card uh and that's in the prelims right yeah uh damn dominic joseph benavidez versus asker askarov both those guys have been just staples in their division. They're definitely old now. Cruz has fought like one time in like six years, but I don't know. I just think their levels of, above the guys they're actually facing, and it's going to be like a vet lesson um, to two prospects in those divisions. But it could it could just me just reminiscing, just loving the guys that like I was watching right when I got into sport. That's true. It happens with everything, man. It's mm-hmm. like. You still see Carmelo, you're like, damn, that guy still got it. I mean, he still does, but there's a lot of young guys out there that are a lot better on him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happens, man. Father time catches up, but hey man, we really appreciate this, Nick. How about you um shout out everything you got going? Plug your Instagram, everything people can find you. Right down. Uh the two the two main things, uh if you're a bachelor fan or a below deck fan, we have another bachelor podcast and another below deck podcast. Me and two of my good buddies, we just, we cover the show. My favorite part of our podcast is when we, we stray away from actually talking about those shows and <laughs> yeah. we're just going on tangents and it has nothing to do with it. Um, some people once in a while, they'll tell us they listen and they don't even watch the shows, which I think is a, is a big compliment. And then we're just, because those actually seasons are wrapping up, we're going to start doing a show that we've been doing on Patreon only, but we're going to do a free version and a Patreon version. We just call it another podcast show. And it's the same vibe, but we're not really talking about anything mm-hmm. specific. We basically all bring in something to talk about. I, I'm actually surprising next week. I'm surprising my, uh, my guy. Cause one of them, one of the guys, Dylan, who's on the show, he likes to show us these weird YouTube food reviewers that are just, there's, there's some maniacs on this planet that like to give their ratings on the newest item for wherever. And I think I can do it just as good. So I'm going to be going to Arby's. Uh, filming myself <laughs> trying out the meat mountain. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it's their sandwich that has chicken, Arby's beef, and I'm gonna film <sighs> myself and then surprise them with my own food food review. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Uh, 
it, it, it's fun. We we definitely have fun. Even we we're finally turning a little profit from a couple advertisers, some some Patreon money, but we do it even if it was free. We're just hanging mm-hmm. out. It's fun. And I heard I heard this guy, uh, this Texas radio host, or someone told me he said this. He's like one of the biggest morning radio guys in the country at the moment. I don't know his name, but he's like the key to this, and I think it applies to podcasting just as it does morning radio is you just want to be having more fun than the person like commuting to work is listening to you. Like yeah. just be, yeah. be in a th- situation where they want to hang out. And I, yeah. I think after that. Definitely. That's that, actually big facts. That is a big very relatable. Well, appreciate it. And you can follow you at what is it? Real Nick Davis, Instagram. Real Nick Davis. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Well, check, we, out the, check out that my dream set up. And yes, check that out. Hit that like button. It's a dope a dope setup man we really appreciate you coming on here and dropping thank you so this, much my man. this uh ufc knowledge and we'll definitely have to do this again soon man literally anytime yes so sir fun. hell yeah thanks guys oh,